Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33% with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market greetings z-pack it's your boy z-dog md aka dr zubin demania i'm live and direct on my office, because this is my happy place. There's nothing happy about it. This is where I do my taxes. This is where I get into uh, out trolling the troll matches on social media. There's a lot of drama, people. But today, speaking about drama, I'm gonna talk about man breasts because there's a lot of drama around man breasts, especially man breasts related to the delightful fragrance of lavender or tea tree. So we're going to talk essential oils, not 10W40 that you put in your core, not car, not Pennzoil, not crude oil, not light sweet. We're talking about essential oils, which we're going to define, and recent data and older data that uh, has a correlation at least with the development of male breast tissue, presumably due to the anti-androgen, in other words, the um, anti-male hormone effects of these particular oils and also their estrogen mimicking effects. So they can behave like female hormones. And what they noticed is that young boys, pre-pubertal boys, they haven't gone through puberty yet, uh, who'd been around cologne or shampoo with, the, with lavender essential oil in particular, were having the development of breast tissue. Now, gynecomastia, the medical term for breast tissue, uh, in, in men in particular, <clears throat> is it really refers to abnormal growth of tissue. This can happen in people uh, naturally, some people with uh, endogenous high uh, estrogen levels or other reasons to have male breast tissue growth. It can be very embarrassing, particularly in young boys. It can happen with obesity uh, when you get a lot of breast tissue growth, there's subcutaneous fat, etc. But what we're talking about today is something very different. It is the external inducing of male breast tissue through the mimicking or the blocking of natural sex hormones. And why are we talking about this? Because many people in the world are muggle friends and are many medical friends as well, particularly in the nursing community. This idea of essential oils as a uh, adjunct to therapy or a therapy in itself for medical conditions in the whole complementary alternative medicine spectrum has been gaining a lot of steam. And the question is, if something is natural, does that mean that it's safe? So let's talk about this, Z-Pak, <clears throat> and I'm going to pull up your comments 
because we're going to get hella oily on this one. And I'm hoping to grow my own man breasts by the end of this. So I'm currently, I have an essential oil lavender diffuser going because I'm hoping for a double D by the end of this cast up from my A minuses. Um, seen in guys who are chronic, chronic users, Chris Menendez. Yes, chronic cannabis users. Sometimes you can see gynecomastia. It's unclear the exact mechanism. All right, let's Cut to the chase. What are essential oils? First of all, the term essential comes from the word essence, which is the, basically the aroma of a flower or a plant or a tree or whatever. The oil that creates that essence or aroma is referred to as an essential oil. Now you have to understand, for example, lavender, uh, it takes about 220 pounds of lavender flowers to make one pound of lavender oil. So these oils, these essences are incredibly concentrated. They are natural in that they're coming from, you know, plants and things like that for the most part. And the FDA for several of them is, has called them GRAS or generally recognized as safe. So they don't think there are particular problems when used as directed. So obviously you're not gonna go guzzling these or drinking them or eating them there for use in typically three ways. Indirect inhalation through a diffuser that sort of vaporizes it, gets in the room and you breathe it that way. Direct inhalation through an inhaler sort of device that sort of vaporizes the oils with hot water, typically. And then the third way is through direct contact with the skin through massage. So using essential oils in massage. Those are the typical three ways that you're gonna get those compounds introduced into the body. So generally recognize as safe when used as directed by the FDA. Now, these are highly concentrated, and just because something's natural doesn't mean it's safe, okay? There are a couple of issues here, at least. The first, my friends, is that if you are trying to use these natural compounds as a replacement for something like a cancer therapeutic, because you wanna go all natural, bro, because you've been checking out David Avocado Wolf, and you like his hair, and uh, he's telling you wonderful things like buy uh, supplements and do all these things like earthing and grounding and all of that. And you just buy that kind of thing. You are doing yourself or your loved ones a disservice. They are not replacements for regular medications that are prescribed by your doctors, period. Because what do we call alternative medicine that is evidence-based and shown to work? We call it medicine. There's been some trial data and you can go to actually uh, PubMed, they have a whole PubMed health section on essential oils. And you can see what mixed trial data there is on essential oils for things like nausea and those sort of things. And see, in, in, in the in vitro studies on cancer cells and things like that. The truth is it's totally mixed. There's not a lot of compelling evidence that this stuff is gonna replace anything in the regular medical canon anytime soon. Now as an adjunct, for say managing chemotherapy uh, related nausea, cancer related nausea, making people's mood change, making them feel better. Um, if there's no downside in terms of side effects, which we're gonna talk about, um, there's no reason to say don't use them because a lot of things like that, like nausea, anxiety, et cetera, are related to conscious experience. And smell is a strong trigger, particularly for nausea. So if the smell of lavender oil or the type of oils that you're using help 
with nausea because they trigger a, what we call the supratentorial response. It's sort of above the primitive brain in the cortex and it, and, it, and it takes the edge off nausea by all means. That's wonderful. If it gives you a placebo effect and makes you feel better, great. If there are other medical effects, we should study them in rigorous controlled trials and see if there's benefit. Knowing that you're gonna have trouble finding funding for the trials if big oil isn't paying for it, if that's a thing. Um, or big avocado in the case of David Avocado Wolf or one of these quacks like Mercola. So that all being said, the, 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 that's fine. For those uses, that's great. Now, where we start to see issues is when you actually look and study these things and you see untoward side effects like male gynecomastia, the growth of breast tissue in men that has been associated with the lavender oil and I think the tea tree oil in some of these studies. And I'm not going through every little piece of data in the studies, but I'm gonna say this, it's preliminary, but it's enough to make you go, hmm, particularly high concentrations in prepubertal children who are very sensitive to the effects of sex hormones because they don't have their own endogenous ones as much yet. And so this, and you know, there's been a lot of talk of why um, girls in particularly are going through puberty earlier and other things like that. That's just out of the scope of this, but there are questions about the mimics of hormones in our environment. And a lot of the alternative medicine crowd will say, oh, this is a good example of how our toxic culture is poisoning us with all kinds of chemicals. I like to stay natural because it's what feels right to me. Well, that's great, except that this natural lavender oil, which has been unnaturally concentrated to 220 fold, you know, concentration, whatever it is, may have hormone uh, mimicking effects or blocking effects. And that can cause serious disruptions to growing children and others. We don't know what the effects are on long-term cancer because a lot of these sex hormones are associated with cancer development, breast and other. And so this is not by any means a case where natural is necessarily safe or natural is necessarily better. Arsenic is natural, not safe or better than most things. So let's read some comments here. Uh, where are we at? A lot of comments. We use several essential oils in hospice, such as lavender, to assist in relaxation, but we have to receive education before we use it. Peggy Berg. So here's a great example in hospice. If it makes people feel better because internal conscious experience is a huge part of living and dying, why wouldn't you use it? And if, it, if one of the side effects is male breast development, I don't think someone at the end of their life in hospice care so much about having to wear a man's ear or a bro. It's probably not high on their list of things. They have other things on their bucket list other than having double D male breasts. Um, so I think that's great. Um, Amy Mannix says, I feel like this is an outlier example. Amy, I suspect it is an outlier, the lavender associated with male breast thing in the sense that it's an extreme example of what could happen. The point is, it serves a bigger point, which is just because something is natural doesn't mean it doesn't have side effects and it's safe. They are, everything is chemicals. And so when people say, I like natural and I don't like chemicals, you're just being silly, okay? You study things, make sure they're safe. They all, everything has some untoward effect potentially, especially in overdose. The dose makes the poison, right? And lavender oils, essential oils are no exception. We have to be rational about this stuff. And we're not throwing it all out and saying, don't use it. We're saying, this is one of the things that you have to think about. And when people who toss away chemotherapy and say it's all toxic, yeah, well, there are toxicities to chemotherapy, but there are also therapeutic benefits. You can say the same thing now about lavender oil, right? More comments. Um, Z, you're preaching to the choir. The nut bars are who uh, wanna get you are too busy on the Jenny McCarthy fan page, Michelle Diane. Well, we're not really talking to that crowd. We're talking to the people who 
are kind of on the fence. They want to learn more about these things. They want to try to take less abrasive approaches to health. That's fine, right? But understand that there's no magic bullet. And, you know, eating right, exercising, reducing stress, meditating, those are kind of pretty proven things that help people. There are certain medications that can help if you have things like hypertension, depression, those kind of things. That's great. But the thing that where people are really pushing essential oils, particularly in the healthcare space, and I think I see it big in nursing. Look, it's great if you want to make your patients comfortable, if you want to take the edge off. But if you're trying to push a cure for something or say it's natural and completely safe, I think we're misleading our patients and ourselves in the process. Um, when I was diagnosed with stage four uterine sarcoma, says Lauren, Laura Boren, wow, a family member wanted me to soak tampons in essential oils and insert them instead of undergoing hysterectomy. Even as I'm currently sailing the SS chemo, I use essential oils in a diffuser because it smells good, but not because I'm curing my cancer. Laura, so here's a great example. First of all, best of luck on your, on your path uh, towards getting better. The danger with this essential oil mania is that we tell people with cancer and people who are struggling with serious illness and chronic illness that, you know what, if you just bucked up and were more natural and listened to Goop and Gwyneth Paltrow, who knows? She knows, okay? You don't get that attractive by not knowing. Um, if you just do that, then maybe your cancer wouldn't be so bad. And maybe it's because you're too stressed out and you surround yourself with chemicals. And maybe if you just soak a tampon in lavender and use it, you could cure your uterine cancer. You need to shut up right now. You are doing no one a service when you treat our patients like that, when you treat your friends and family like that. We know you're trying, whoops, my little thing broke because big, big supplement did not like what I was doing, I'm gonna have to hold it now. It ran out of batteries or something. You are not doing anybody a service by doing that, even though I know you're trying to do the right thing for your friend or your family member or whatever, right? But what you're doing is you're harming them. You're absolutely harming them. First of all, you're biasing them against proven treatments. Second of all, you're giving them a guilt complex. If I just did this, if I just did this, if I just did this, that's adding to their anxiety and stress and suffering when they're already going through something serious, right? If you're trying to help someone take an edge off with an essential oil diffuser or some lavender smell and they're nauseous, that's great. But the people who lecture cancer patients about how to get better, they need to stop, all right? Even though it may come from a good place, uh, it, it, it doesn't end up in a good place, all right? And the, same, and the same thing goes for oncologists who will flog a patient to death an elderly patient at the end of their life will give them another round of chemo just because they can, right? Or because maybe there's some financial incentive. Like, listen, there's a balance in the world here. When you're a hammer and all the world's a nail, sometimes you need to recognize that a hammer is not the right tool, okay? And sometimes you need to talk about hospice and palliative care and other modalities. Simple as that. So there's culpability on all sides of this. We have to be rational actors when we're making these decisions, which means we have to recognize the biases and the things that are happening. Um, let's see, I had a homeopathic Facebook friend tell me I could cure my chronic anxiety and chronic depression with essential oils and a weekly trip to the chiropractor. Needless to say, I responded with a glorious snark. She unfriended me and I take Zoloft, Aaron Nanasi. There you go, Aaron. So I think you pretty much... Uh, you pretty much nailed it. And that is a uh, that is a good segue to Bethany Eckloff's comment. Too much of anything is uh, probably a bad thing. Once again, moderation in moderation and moderate that. Um, some oils are toxic to dogs that breathe it, Elaine Jones. So I don't know about dogs, but I imagine that could be true. Um, 
Oh my gosh, Onco's all day with the, uh, the oncologist all day, says Katie Groves, with chemo on my geriatric patients. Love oncologists for other reasons, but this drives me nuts. I agree, Katie. But in many cases, it's patients too who are complicit in this because they, they want to do everything. They want to feel a sense of control, even if it means torture till the end of their life. So we have to really be able to sit down and have these tough conversations with patients. And to be honest, we're not incentivized to do it because we don't get paid to do it usually. And that is one of the big systematic problems on the path that these elephants and riders are walking on that we need to fix. All right, guys, I'm gonna let you guys go and keep it tight today. Hit share. I want you to send this to your friends. Leave a comment. Facebook loves it when we engage. They've changed their algorithm. If you've noticed, our videos are getting served up a lot less because of big changes that Mark Zuckerberg is doing to how um, Facebook pages get served up. They're serving more stuff from your friends. So if you hit share, it helps us extend the reach of wisdom and light where there is darkness. So please help us out. We love you guys and we out. Get your essential oils on in a safe way. Peace. Oh, hold on. Mint oil. Mmm. Essential. Peace. I'm going to work on my man breasts. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithms to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is, financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.